Welcome to Mower Talk Tuesday, talking golf from the PGA Tour to the local Muni and everything in between. Well, then let's fire it off. Mower Talk Tuesday on a Wednesday, but it's kind of like a mock Tuesday because we're all off on Monday. And myself, Kinger, Jimmy, Wolf is back, and we have a special guest, Jimbo, the guy who doesn't really need an introduction because we got nothing but great and some also somewhat negative things to say about him. The Brazilian himself, Cody Powell, on Mower Talk Tuesday. CP, what's up, brother? Oh, wow. You know, it's it's really an honor to be on the call today. I, I, I didn't know if it was ever going to happen, but uh, I'm I'm really happy to be here. Well, we had to make sure we were on all sorts of platforms, you know, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever else, to make sure that you could be on there since you are a partial sponsor with Tennessee Food Company. Uh, Jim and I just thought, you know, we started off with young Johnny Ayers, fitting introduction. The next best go, you got to bring the Brazilian in, and we'll get to the Brazilian nickname on the show today. Uh, gentlemen... How'd everyone's uh, Memorial Day go? Pretty good. Oh. Uh, weather was uh, finally got hot up here in Ohio. We skipped that that nice uh, sixty-five degree spring weather we have and just went full to ninety degrees. How about it? Full ninety going in hot in Ohio. That's always a tough go. Because wasn't it snowing there like a week ago? Yeah, yeah. We were under like ten inches of rain. And, uh, you know, we're doing, you know, mower talk. It's not immune from the typical COVID-19 small talk weather banter. Mm, no, it's not. No, it's not. CP, you're sitting outside right now. Uh, Memorial Day, how was it? How many Miller Lights did you, uh, did you pound over under 12? Oh, through, throughout the weekend, it was definitely an over. Um, <laughs> probably pushing over one night, um, Zach Gray came over and, Oh, we were we were in a contest to see how many beers we could drink, and we we lost count. So it was it was a good night. Um, took a took a little cat nap in the Adirondack chair by the fire um, early Sunday morning. So yeah, it was it was a good weekend for sure. Um, supposed to rain all weekend, but uh, you know. Mother Nature didn't let that happen. Ray Baker, the sun was out all weekend. It was nice. Ray Baker, he'll he'll nuke your ass. Uh, I'm not surprised you fell asleep at an event because you're pretty good at that. Uh, we've we've seen that. Uh, that's like your signature move, falling asleep uh, in various locations. We'll probably we'll probably touch on that uh, this evening. Uh, also, big weekend, guys. The match that everyone had been talking about for God knows how long, probably since the last one, uh, last Thanksgiving. Phil Tiger Brady, uh, Peyton Manning on Sunday, pissing rain. What'd y'all think about it? Oh man, I I loved it. I um I gotta admit I didn't see all eighteen holes, but um I saw all of the front nine, and I mean pretty much icing on the cake before it was done was Tom Brady ripping his pants for my. <laughs> uh, that was the highlight of the match for me, and then having to go rain pants uh, the rest of the match. I, I love seeing that. Right. Um, how about now? How about this? He did everything 
everything happened at once for him. He was awful. A, I don't think he's an eight handicap. B, so he hits the golf shot, gets trash talked by Barkley, rips his pants, microphone belt flies off. Then he has that thing sucked back like 12 feet into the cup for birdie, yet he still lost the hole. Unreal. Yeah, I um, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I really, I, I didn't even know what shot he was on when he made it. I just I just know he holed out from the fairway, and you had Balionis on the side, you know, coaching him up a little bit. It was, it was, it was a really good sight to see. I, I loved it. I would have let her coach me up, not on my golf swing. Uh, Jim, what did you think about it, man? The the match, the big match. They had the earpieces. These guys looked like they were doing a freaking live from, like, Baghdad on CNN, not playing golf. They were all mic'd up, 20 pounds worth of equipment, plus rain gear. I mean, no wonder why you're spraying it. That's spray city all, all day. Yeah, and, and none of them have been playing at all. Uh, I mean, Tiger's been in that that padded room that we've seen is like golf simulator a lot apparently i think it's uh, uh, i think it's something yeah. kinky oh you think it's disguised as a simulator but really you know he presses a button and it turns into 50 shades of gray in there 180 yeah it's like a speakeasy you know you press the button and the golf clubs go to the back of the wall and the chains <laughs> come out right just some Rihanna chains and whips excite him. And I mean, dude, if you look at that girlfriend of his, she's totally into it. She's got that look. Well, and he's—we all know he's into it. Yeah. And uh, he was into it with his last girlfriend, Lindsey Vaughn, too. She's a freak, too. She is. Who do you think's freakier, Lindsey Vaughn or the cat? Well, maybe that was the problem. He was like, "Whoa!" Like I thought I was into some weird shit, and you are just taking it too far. That's why she's with. Uh, what Subban, right? You're the the Predators player, right? Yeah, yeah. That's your boy, CP. Don't you hang out with that guy? Um, I've seen him around town, but I, they shipped him off up north somewhere. Um, I, I or west somewhere away from Nashville. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't see him as much. But um, no, he was he was well liked. But that, that'd be a great poll question. Like, who was? Uh, more of a freak, I guess, Tiger or Lindsey Vaughn. Ooh, that is, uh, who, what's your take? You taking the cat or, or Vaughn? See, I, I want to say Vaughn, but I feel like it's, it's the big cat for sure. Ooh, okay, fair enough. Jimby? Jimby? Yeah, I'm going Lindsey Vaughn. Maybe oh. she knocked out Tiger's tooth. Maybe the scheme story was a lie. Ooh. Mm, wow. Yeah. Sides, he's got a subplot with it even, too. I like it. Yeah, that's that's interesting. That's going to keep what about, me up tonight. What about you, Kinger? Um, ooh, that's tough. I think I'm going to go. Um, I think I might go Lindsey Vaughn too. She's got that look about her. Yeah, yeah she does. She does. Yeah. She does. But I thought it was, I thought the I thought the match was good. The banter was good. What do you guys think of Tiger's trash talk? <laughs> CP. It, it was good. Um, you know, I mean, it's it's so hard to to trash talk Tiger. You know, he, I mean, nobody can really say anything to him, so he could say just about anything. Um, I I didn't love Phil's. I mean, he he was almost just trying too hard to talk trash. But yeah. um, you know, I I liked seeing kind of the 
weirdo side of Tom Brady because um, we all, you know, if you're you're kissing your coach on the mouth, something something's wrong. So uh, it it was good to see that. And Peyton, you know, just kind of cool, collective, like yeah, it was it was really good. I thought it was pretty uh, good, um, but I think that's Phil's mo. He's just kind of a goober with some trash talk too. You know what I mean? Like that's just that's Phil. He's always been that way. Yeah, definitely liked this trash talk more than the DJ Rory uh, Taylor made ordeal. That I liked this trash talk better. Yeah, definitely some more trash talk. Because I mean, you got the you got some regular dudes. I, we're considering Peyton Manning and uh, and Tom Brady regular dudes in this instance. Obviously, far from that. But uh, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good all in all. The weather was god awful. Um, but what y'all think about Justin Thomas doing a little on course? I thought he did a great job. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe the quote of the day was. Uh talking trash to Chuck saying his fat ass couldn't dunk a basketball. That, <laughs> I, I, uh, I just lost it. I just started laughing out loud at the TV and it was, it was good. That was, that was probably other than the ripped pants. That was probably my, my number two highlight. Um, I do like that. Uh, Brady, I think my favorite tweet was the one from JJ Watt saying club throws gotta be coming soon with Brady's performance uh, on this front nine. I was ready for a club toss. Oh, yeah. He was he was about to melt down, I think. He was uh, falling apart like a, a soup sandwich all day, and that one shot saved him, fortunately. Like his wardrobe, ripping at – it's coming apart at the seams. <laughs> yeah, that, that was good. You know, that, I mean, that match is going to be hard to beat if they do that again in, uh, in the future. What would your ideal uh, four-ball match be that you'd like to see on TV? Yeah, so I was uh, I was on social media earlier, and I saw some people pushing Tiger, uh, Michael Jordan, Jeff Curry, Phil Mickelson. That I mean, that would be you know, I think Tiger right now is still playing a little bit better than Phil, and um, Steph's probably a little bit better than Michael. So it, it would be. Even though Michael Jordan plays 36 almost every day, right? I um, I haven't seen him competing like I have Steph, so I think I'd probably go with that. You know, it may be nice to see like some celeb, some celebrity, not quite an athlete out there. That would be good. Um, yeah, I would. I would like that. Jimmy, who are some of the single-digit celebrities that play in the AT&T that I can't think of? Oh, wow. Besides the athletes. Like, I know, like, you got Larry Fitzgerald and you got, you know, Steph Curry that are really good. But, like, like Cody said, it would be kind of cool to see maybe some actors or something get involved. Uh, Carson uh, Daly. Yeah. But he's such well, he'd Daly. have to be paired up with, uh, with Rory oh, uh, for sure. Ugh. Never mind. Yeah. Stay at home. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Um, um, Kelly Slater, I've heard. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that would be yeah, good. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, that'd be nice. How maybe about Hootie? And, yeah, oh, maybe yeah. Kelly Slater and Hootie. That wow. that may be a good foursome. Wow, that would be pretty good. A little yeah. ho- Hootie, and, <laughs> Hootie, Slater. Then who are the two pros? I throw Kisner in there with Hootie. Ooh, that's yeah. good. 
with that Carolina connection. I think y'all said it a few weeks back, maybe like Pat Perez in there. That'd be really good. Perez and Slater, I think, have played together. Charlie Hoffman and Slater would be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of like some Euro guys, but they, they just don't, I don't know, they just don't quite, they don't quite do it for me. Would you guys see a benefit to them trying to do this in the off season rather than this wraparound or maybe over top of the wraparound PGA Tour season? Yes. You know, I would I would love to see it like maybe uh, somewhere end of the year, right after like a, a Ryder Cup or President's Cup. Um, that'd be that'd be good. Um, even like if you started the year out with that, you know, right after that West Coast swing or something, um, kind of get back to that shells, wonderful world of golf. I would love that. That would be pretty solid. Kind of like the old skins game on uh, Thanksgiving Day. I think a little four ball uh, format in the desert would be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and I I love the the charity thing. I think it's awesome, but also some way to blend their wallets with the charity where they're mm. actually they've got right. the money on the line maybe we throw them in that shady money game we saw at uh mccabe a couple weeks ago with the soul brothers uh playing with the no right. holes I, I think that's yeah. a good one lipping out with the holes filled yeah that would be, <laughs> i would lo- <laughs> i would i would love to see that you know I, I, I would have watched that on Sunday if it were on TV. That would have been great. I would have too. Uh, instead of the instead of the Audi long drive, it's the uh, wood tip dice game on the fourth tee box. <laughs> <laughs> Presented by oh, Papa yeah. John's. Yeah, that would be good. This uh, <laughs> this hole is sponsored by Black and Mild. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would have been a great format. Can you imagine? Let me get that. I hit the seven. Let me get a seven. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that would. Uh, you know, anything like that. I'll. I would just about. I probably would have went and played with those guys the next day. But <laughs> yeah, I think people would, could get on board with that. I agree. So dice game in the middle of the golf round, um, lipping out with no cups. I think that's the kind of match we're all we're all dying to see. Uh, guys, this is totally weird. Of course, the major championships are all sorts of messed up with the Wuhan flu this year, uh, including the U.S. Open, which is now going to be the U.S. closed as no local or sectional qualifying, nothing. Um, how do you, What do you think about this? Should they even have it? Do they call it the U.S. Open? What are they going to call it? You know, it's it's going to be weird, uh, and I don't know. I don't. I we'd have to go back and look, but you know, like when World War II was going on, they just went ahead and canceled it because they weren't going to have any players anyway. Right. Uh, and they pushed these all off to the fall, and everybody's saying that there's going to be a second spike in the fall. Uh, so who knows if it's either even going to be able to happen, but. It is going to be weird. I mean, I love going. I, I would go over to the sectional qualifying in Columbus, and that's like one of the best uh, sites because the pros that aren't in the U.S. Open yet go there to qualify after the Memorial Tournament. Mm. And so you can follow all sorts of guys 
like I follow Kyle Stanley and there's no ropes or anything, no entry fee. I mean, hell, you could bring a cooler beer on the course and walk around and follow these guys. It's a lot of fun. So that's, that's too bad that you can't see that. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. I don't know exactly how I feel. I, I think it's great that it is open and anyone, you know, if you bring your game, you can qualify. Um, but on the other side, I just, I know an amateur has not won since Johnny Goodman at North Shore Country Club in 1933. So, uh, part of, part of that being is I don't, I don't get hype for the amateur to win. I would, me personally, I'd rather see the greatest golfers in the world go head to head. Wow. Check out the big brain on Brad throwing that one from left field. <laughs> <laughs> you said he did research, he did. and we did not know he was coming oh with that heat. Brandel Chambly Jr. over there. Don't uh, don't tell my boss, but I spent eight hours at work trying to find that out. <laughs> Making rum and cokes uh, and doing research for the show. That's why he's on Mower Talk this week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's why Cody Powell is here. That is why he is here. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? I always like the, the local qualifier story. Um, you know, tin right. cup, bingo. You can be a, you can be a rice picker, a garbage man, a driving range pro who's check is signed by a stripper, you know, uh, things like that. That's what makes it the U S open, uh, which is great, but uh, we'll see how this thing plays out. I think it's a bummer. They're not having the, the local qualifying, but then again, maybe it does tighten up the field. A little bit this year i guess only time will tell now i'm in really great company here with you two gentlemen not because you're just great folks and love having you on the show but uh we got a couple of college golf i wouldn't say burnouts maybe just <laughs> um you know lightly treaded uh, former college players uh cp Shorter University. Uh, now, that is not the, the deaf and blind school in Georgia, is it? No, there there are a lot in Georgia, but that one was not. Okay, I was going to say, because, you know, I don't know how you qualified for that for that scholarship, but, hey, you're doing a pretty good job of it. Um, okay, so I have to ask, CP, I'll try to do some research I try to find a college photo of you at Shorter University. I don't find you on the books, brother. What's the deal on that? Really? You, have you been banned? I've seen – I there was an article I read. I think it was at the Delta Open or the Mississippi Gulf Shores Classic or something, D2 event, and you fired a nice, humbling 80-81 to finish T86 <laughs> – in the wow. event, but she made the newspaper, which is impressive. Uh, so highest finish at your uh, very short but uh, prevalent career at Shorter University. Yeah, I was um, by no means a standout. So um, <laughs> I, I got lucky, um, knew the coach through high school. I, I think he may have felt bad for me. Um uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I um, one year there I played in one semester of tournaments. The next I was just dog shit. So, um, and I think that 80-81 was leading into that semester. Ah. Um, 
I do know the pictures happened once, and I my coach was pissed at me because I had shaved my head, and I had gone with the two racing stripes on the side of my head, um, which you can see. I'm I'm going to have to do a little digging myself to get you all a picture, but. Um, yeah, I had the racing stripes in the photo, the team photos, and uh, yeah, it was you know I it was awesome playing, but like you hear a lot of people say, it's a full time job, and at, at that age, I was um, I didn't want a full time job. I barely wanted to go to college, so. Um, yeah, shortly after that, you know, over the summer, went to the local community college, got some credits, transferred to a more legitimate school, um, <laughs> the University of Mississippi, and um, fortunately met you two there. So I won't say that it was all lost. You know, it, um, it was a good experience. The Probably the highlight of it for me was the price reduction on clubs. Um, so you can clearly see I was in it for the right reason. You were. Your head was in the right spot. <laughs> Unlimited Pro V1s, gloves. That mm-hmm. I, I liked it. And um, made, made some good friends that I still talk to to this day. A lot of um, European influence on the team. And so it, it was cool to meet those people and um, kind of learn from them. Very cool. Yeah, I saw some of the rosters, and uh, they look like some pretty interesting characters. Definitely, if you looked up D2 uh, Southeastern Golf Team College photo, boom, Shorter University. uh, Knocked it out of the park with some of those characters. Even though I couldn't find you, CP, I was bummed, because that was going to be the the profile (laughs) pic for the episode this week. But I went through the Hayden King archives on the phone, and there's too many to choose from this week. One of them is going to be it to uh, to define you. The European influence, um, Cody Powell, that brings us to a question for you. Um, nickname, CP, and the Brazilian. Um, you're not Brazilian. Uh, that is a fact. I, For anyone listening, I am not Brazilian. Um, at least that, not that I know of. Um, who knows, really? But uh, yeah, that um, I think I got the nickname from our friends. You know, much like the guys at McCabe, who seem to lip out all day long. And um, you know, the term "trim and edges" got thrown around a lot. It's kind of like a Brazilian wax. So you know, if the shoe fits, you got to wear it. I guess. The shoe certainly does fit because I think 80% of the people listening to this were like, oh, I thought maybe it's because he was, you know, had some Brazilian ties. Not the case at all. No, I'm, I wish I was cool enough to say that I was Brazilian, but no, I'm just a good old boy from Georgia. Wax and edges on the putts. Yep. There yep. you go. The Brazilian on that one. Uh, Cody Powell joining us on the podcast this week. CP, um, you know, you got a very great setup in the golf bag. Um, what do you got rocking right now? Uh, so, so right now, let me see. I'll, I'll start with the, the fun clubs to hit. My, my driver, is, my driver, three wood, and I have a two hybrid, all the uh, Ping G400. 
series, and uh, I've got the tour shaft and the driver and three wood, and so uh, those those were a good investment. I, I love swinging those sticks and uh, talking talking college golf. I still have the I fifteen irons uh, four through pitching wedge uh, that I got for a great discount in college. Still still rocking those and. Um, Recently upgraded the wedges a year ago to the Titleist uh, Vokey SM7s. Ooh. Got uh, 50, 54, and a 58. The wedge game. Yeah, and um, kind of, I'm kind of a, a ping purist where I've got a, um, a ping... Uh, yeah, I wish uh, I remembered what style peeing putter I had, but it's, I wish I could say that it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it is, it is a, an old peeing putter with a, with a peeing grip on it. I had to go kind of that, that tiger style, uh, putter. So yeah, I it was, it's, um, a blade or a mallet. I'm not not sure which which one it is, but it's it is it's a good putter. I like it. Such a way with words he has uh, describing his putter. <laughs> <laughs> it's the putter it's, it says uh, paint oh, on it. it uh, I have another Sigma. <laughs> it's the Sigma G ping putter. It's um 34 inches long. Oh wow! He's got the specs and everything. He does. Yeah. What's the what's the lie and loss on that? You, oh. you got that on the? You still got that sticker on the shaft? Uh, no, I think uh, I bought it used, so I think that was taken <laughs> off. But uh, it's um, you know, sometimes it's it's more like a chipper than a putter, but you sometimes it'll find the hole, and so I keep it in the bag for that. Big Texas wedge guy is the Brazilian. Um, going to revert back to your uh, short college career on the golf team at Shorter University. Uh, CP, uh, you got any good good stories? Um, yeah, I, th- I think I've got a decent one. Um, so we had uh, our assistant coach. He was kind of like our, our strength training guy, and he would have us in the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday for 5 a.m. workouts. Which, nice. Yeah, which you got to love those as a freshman in college. And um, so one night, with a European influence, they like to go out and just drink as much as possible. So uh, I think it was a Tuesday night, we rolled down to uh, some club in Atlanta, and they're buying bottles. Like, none of us are 21. Somehow they're buying bottles, and everyone is just hammered at this point and we end up getting a cab we squeeze like seven people into a cab to drive us the hour commute back to rome oh my God. and it's uh by the time we get back to the room it's probably like three forty-five, and then we have that wednesday 5 a.m workout nice and you know uh everyone made it to the workout but as soon as it started we had people just dropping like flies uh one of my good friends julio coto from mexico city he um he had like some leftover taco bell in his room that he just crushed and 
we we got to see the Taco Bell again at around <laughs> 5.30 that morning, right in the middle of the gym. So, oh, no. Yeah, that, that whole week was shot right after that, and... You know that I'll probably never forget that. It was, it was a hell of a time, but those those uh, Euros, European players, man, they they like to get down. They they were a good time. How did they? Um, how do I put this? How did they? You know, adapt to life in Rome, Georgia, and Cody Powell is kind of like a ringleader local. I mean, I couldn't imagine <laughs> coming over stateside. You end up in Rome, great spot, enjoyed being down there, and then CP's the local boy, and you're going to Atlanta. How did they uh, handle all that, including Julio uh, with the Taco Bell? Yeah, it was it was total culture shock for them. They, you know, Rome's not a very big town, and if you get too far out of Rome, it's just you know cow pastures and fields. And so they they were they actually came to a couple like field parties. You know, I was still kind of doing that. Uh, had some friends still in Rome, so they would come to that, and and they really liked the local people. Like uh, it was. Yeah, very, very much more southern country than they were used to. But um, the one of the best things was we were on the tee box one time, and this French guy, Irwin, great golfer, I think he's playing on some small tour in Europe right now, but he uh, he saw these squirrels in the trees, and he, like, freaked out. He's like, what, what, the, what the hell are these things? And I was like, they're, they're squirrels. And he's like, oh, scrows. I was like, no, 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 squirrels, and uh, he was just amazed by the squirrels. He had never, apparently they don't have squirrels in France, so he had <laughs> never, he was just amazed by them, and um, so yeah, it was interesting showing them, like, introducing them to, like, PBR and stuff like that, and um, yeah, they they were uh, they were a good time. They were really open to the southern, the, the southern lifestyle and seemed to embrace it. CP, the ringleader, is just uh, enough said on that one. Did you introduce him to that place that had the single cigarettes for sale as well? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if we ever stopped in the, uh, I believe it was the Handy Mart. It's where they sold the loose cigarettes for a dollar. But, um, no, they, yeah, they like their alcohol and they like their, their cigarettes. So I'm sure they would have been all about the singles. Love that little single cigarette while you're pumping the gas. Why not? Right. When in Rome, right. baby. When in Rome. Um, now, Cody, you're up in Nashville. Uh, some great golf tracks up there. Uh, one of my favorites, just because of the entire vibe, is McCabe, because you might... Uh, you could basically drive every green there if you want to. You also might get hit by a drive more often than not. Plus, you got the great... Um, Beverage places are right outside of it. City Park Golf Course. Uh, what are some of your favorites up there in the Ville? Uh, my favorite course to play is uh, Franklin Bridge, formerly Forest Crossings. But uh, they got this guy in there that just recently bought the course. He's made a lot of changes. Um, it's probably the best deal in town. You you pay sixty bucks for a nice. It's a nice course. Um, you get range balls before the round. You get a hot dog or hamburger or like a deli sandwich, plus a beer. 
Yeah. And uh, then you get the full 18 holes with a cart for 60 bucks. So that's that's probably wow. the best deal in town. Um, but uh, yeah, it's that's that's probably top of my list. Anytime I'm able to get out there, I, I go try to support them. I like it. Um, it's a great track. I've been out there with y'all. That was a lot of fun. You and Dallas took care of me and Zach Gray. Uh, unfortunately, we're gonna have to have a, a rematch on that one. Um, but yeah, it's all good. I, I dig that. Um, all right, Jim. I think we're gonna go a little fact or fiction with the Brazilian here. All right. All right. I do. You have any questions? Because I got some down. Why don't you go ahead? Okay. I'll I'll fire him off. Uh, we already figured out the first one. Fact or fiction? You're actually from Brazil. We found out that is that is a false thing. <laughs> They gotta keep that under wraps. Yeah, very true. Okay, uh, fact or fiction? You have crashed a golf cart into Sardis Lake. <laughs> and and you're asking me these questions, correct? And right. I'm asking you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that one's just a, you know, it brings back some fond memories. But that that is a fact. Now let's get a, re- let's get a play by play on on this event because <laughs> uh, that was a, a very interesting weekend uh, to say the least. As you and I were roommates in college, um, this was the Kappa Delta Scramble, correct? Yes. Yep. Kappa Delta Scramble, um, which had then the didn't like that we were all showing up wasted drunk in the afternoon to this the past eons so they decided to not only move the tournament from the Olmus golf course but 30 minutes away to uh, mallard point on lake sardis the largest man-made lake i believe in the u.s um and it was what a 7 a.m tea time on saturday yeah it was um it felt earlier than that but yeah i think that's right it was early i know that because i remember we went out the night before and I was feeling pretty rough on the wake-up call at about mm, 5.30. And I remember waking up, and you were already fully dressed, some music <laughs> going, lights on in the house. And you, <laughs> I remember you going, hey, I'm making screwdrivers. And then I'm in the <laughs> bathroom trying to brush my teeth and get a hold of myself. And I hear you from the kitchen, they're a little strong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, then proceeded to go get uh, Alex Rosado and Cameron Eastburn from the Sig Epp house to then uh, the 30-minute drive to Mallard Point, firing off beverages, uh, sound system going. Uh, we had a caddy with the cooler. Now, this is where it gets interesting, CP, is uh, I believe it was you and Eastburn in a cart, me and Rosado, and we get to the, I believe that's the 17th hole out there, where Sardis Lake actually comes into play, and uh, then what happened? I don't know. I don't. I don't know what you did. Um, yeah, it was. I. I wish I knew what happened, but one. Uh, I remember being in the fairway, trying to get back on the cart path on the right side, and there's a huge marsh just off the cart path, and I was. I probably, um, you know, was gassing it a little too much, and. Uh, you know, those brakes locked down, and we just started uh, going sideways straight into the marsh and tried to back it out, but, you know, that that Mississippi mud, it, it took over and wouldn't, wouldn't let the cart go. Um, 
So it ended up, yeah, I just had to ditch the cart, um, hop on the back of one of y'all's, and as far as I know, we just left it, which I probably have, you know, a lifetime of bad luck because of that, but I was uh, I was young and dumb, and I was scared. <laughs> wow. Well, I think it turned out okay. You're doing all right last time I checked. So that is a, a fact. You have uh, dumped a golf cart into Lake Sardis. Not sure how they got it that. Was- thing out of there it was pretty funny too because i was playing like four groups behind y'all oh yeah and i get a call from cody and he's like oh my god did you see that jackass who dumped their cart (laughs) into the marsh on 17 and i was like oh my god what a dumb fuck and you were like yeah i don't know who that dumb ass was yeah i was like i gotta get ahead of this Absolutely. Great, great cover-up. Possibly OJ-esque. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. And then we all met up afterwards, and you were like, yeah, that was, that was my cart in the, in the marsh. Just absolutely. Oh, yeah. Remember so it like it was yesterday. I remember that cart lady was just pissed off. Like, some jerk-off drove that thing in there. We're like, who could have done something like that? Those horrible yeah. people. Have they never been on a golf course before? Never, never. How dare they play in such a great event like the Cap at Delta <laughs> Sorority Scramble. My God. Awful. They still have that scramble, Kinger? I don't know. I think they've taken us off the email list. I don't know. Ask Morgan, <laughs> Cody. We should play in it again. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll have to follow up with y'all, and uh, we'll, we'll have to ride down if they're still having it. Permanently banned. Sorry. No go. You're gone. Uh, you're gone. You're gone. Uh, another factor fiction, Cody Pal. You have somehow scaled a uh, the city grocery pylon on the Oxford Square from the ground floor to the top bar. Um, so I'm going to say fiction because I didn't quite make it to the top. <laughs> I I was interrupted by a um, a Oxford Police Department officer who was yelling over his uh, microphone for me to get down from that pole. <laughs> then you proceeded to go up, didn't you? Yeah, I, I started climbing up. I was like, well, I'm halfway. Should I go down or up? And, uh, yeah, I thought up was best to get away from him. Hmm. <laughs> Good thinking there. Uh, another great thinking move, fact or fiction. This could tie in with your thinking of scaling that uh, building. Uh, fact or fiction, you have had five plus horns from the burgundy room in one night oh um a little fuzzy on the number but i want to say fact (laughs) i i know it was four or five um so i'm i'm gonna go with fact because i probably forgot one in there um and like i said i don't remember the final number but that may have been the same night as the pole climb I believe those two probably do tie together, usually, uh, if you put the math right. So, eh, we'll go we'll go fuzzy fact on that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fact or fiction, you have shot under par in a collegiate tournament. That That is fiction. Mm. I, like I said earlier in the show, I was um, not the greatest collegiate golfer um not a bad high school golfer shot par under par in a couple of those but um yeah i um 
I, I will kind of turn into like a Jamarcus Russell once I hit the collegiate. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I no, I, that's that's fiction. Fiction. And okay. thank, thank goodness, because you probably would have never left shorter if you did. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the way the and that's the way she goes. Sometimes she goes, sometimes she doesn't. Uh, that'll bring up another question uh, after that. We're rocking and rolling on this Mower Talk this week. Uh, fact or fiction, Cody Powell, you had a Bobby Knight impersonator uh, surprise oh. guest at your wedding this year, or last year. That That is a fact. Undercover Bobby Knight did uh, grace our wedding night. So, what uh, an honor. Apparently, Bobby Knight, we'll, we'll call this, gentleman Bobby Knight. His uh, wife was dancing with a good friend of mine, and uh, Bobby Knight did not take too kind to that and proceeded to black out in a fit of rage and threw a chair. And um, also my wife, my father-in-law, got uh, taken out in the process, and it was just uh, I, I, like I said, I, I wish I would not have been in the Jaeger room drinking so much Jaeger at the time, and I probably would have seen everything happen. But um, yeah, I kind of got filled in after the fact. And but yes, that's that is one hundred percent a fact. Mm, yes, the Jaeger room. Nothing good ever happens in a room full of Jaegermeister. I believe we can all attest to that one. Um, uh, probably go with this one finally um fact or fiction uh you have been in uh, semi altercations at both the burgundy room and the <laughs> notorious r.i.p levy uh bar in oxford uh that is a fact and i um i had company with one of the hosts of the show of this show and um i believe one time one punch may have been thrown <laughs> and the other time, a drink slammed out of someone's hand. So, yes, I would say fact, minor altercations at those two bars. Wow. Who did we think we were? Just a couple of tough kids. Um, well, those are the fact or fictions I got, Jimmy. You got any? No, those are good. I think that, that lines it up pretty well for folks. Mm, I, I agree. Uh, CP, also, uh, you know, some people don't know you are still a personal trainer and have had some notorious clients as well um but also you are a tpi certified guy which is the titleist performance institute so hats off to you on that you sandbagging son of a bitch but also um you know for the regular joe the people listening to the podcast Jimmy and I included, what are some good stretching uh, exercises or tips you have for maybe the person who's, you know, sitting at a desk a little too long but still needs to loosen up before a round of golf or just life in general? Uh, what are some tips you got? Yeah, that, that's good. Um, I, I love talking about this. I think, um, you know, people give him shit for it, but Miguel Angel Jimenez, he he has a great little warm-up routine, and any of those, I'm sure everyone has seen it, you can take two or three of those movements, um, maybe take, like, the knee dancing one out, mm. um, and I would do a couple of those before your round. Like, what I like to do is, 
get up maybe an hour and a half before tea time, go down to the basement, um, get some of those type of stretches in, maybe do like a, a light jog. Um, but for something at work, there's a great stretch called the desk stretch, and it, um, it stretches like your lower back and your glutes, and all you do is kind of set your knee ankle that lower leg up on a desk or your table and just lean forward and you'll get a, a nice little stretch in your glutes because mm. um, when you're when you're sitting down for long hours your glutes pretty much just get turned off so it's good to like stand up walk around um, maybe do some squats or lunges here and there just a little bit to you know kind of move around a little but that that's where I would start and um yeah, we can uh, release my my website, and um, uh, everyone can log on to that, and I'll send them some uh, some further fitness golf instructions. What's your website? Do you have a website? No, I don't. I, um, oh. I was going to create one after the show. <laughs> no, I don't. No, no. Come Why are we supposed to put in the show notes to promote you? Um. Uh, I don't know. Just we'll tell just, them to text we'll just, me. Yeah, we'll tag you. We'll tag you and tell them to hit you up in the in a DM for a personalized workout for a fee. Yeah, yeah. Slide yeah. in, slide in CP's DMs. Yeah, slide yeah. in the DMs. Ask me, you know, <laughs> what you should do, and I'll I'll help you out. First um, one's free. <laughs> unbelievable. That, that just that's why he's on the show, guys. That's why he's here. Oh my goodness. Um. CP also got to ask you. Um, you had the privilege of playing in the Batesville Panola six-man scramble a couple of years ago, I think. Uh, how was that compared to other greasy outings you've played with? I know uh, with your father-in-law, he's always down to to play in some events. What are like your top three greasy scramble events you've ever played in? Oh, that's that's good. Um, so, you you can't let my wife listen to this, but oh, um, no. probably probably number one is uh, this tournament at my home course as a kid, uh, Meadow Lakes Golf Club. Um, so they used to have a Ducks Unlimited golf tournament there, and they would rent out Cooters girls who would pretty much do whatever you wanted them to for the right price. And so we uh, we got to play in that. I even missed a day of school to play in it one time. And um, so basically you, you rent the girl for 18 holes. Um, if you want her to take her shirt off, you can pay her 50 bucks, and she will. And it's there's couches on the tee boxes. There's coolers full of beer on every tee box. It's... Um, it's disgusting if you don't like that kind of thing. So, um, that's probably number one funnest. You don't really play to win. You just play to, you know, sightsee and drink the beer. Um, so number two, I think probably that, uh, that one in Batesville, that was a hell of a time. First six man I've ever played in. Golly. And um, I, I think we, we did all right. Um, you know, we had the little altercation in the bar, but that got settled quickly. Um, that was good. And I then, 
Number three, I played in one not too long ago for um, my old high school football coach. Who um, he? Uh, it's his family. He passed away not too long ago, but his family has this tournament. I got to play in it with the father-in-law and um, Chip Allgood, who's just a um, well-known golfer in the uh, Northwest Georgia area, and he will. He will take your money like it's his job. So he he loves to put some money on the horses, the golf course, anything. He'll he'll uh, he'll bet on anything. So it was fun getting to see him uh, do his thing. And we ended up, I think, coming in second place. And um, you know, got some merchandise from the clubhouse. And uh, was also played on a really nice course, Stonebridge in Rome. Uh, maybe the only course in Rome right now you know, worth playing, but uh, always got it in great shape there. So that'd probably be my top three. That's pretty good. Uh, question, do they still have this Ducks Unlimited tournament? Because uh, I, might, uh, I might be in it. So, so Meadow Lakes is in the center of a little neighborhood, and after like year three or four, the neighbors started to not <laughs> like the tournament being held there. Mm. So I believe the course changed ownership. So I don't. I need to find out, and we should go play. Um, I don't know if they're if they're still having it next year. We got to go because I think they play it in like the early spring. If they're playing it, and it's probably already passed. Wow. Okay. We need to get on that. That could be a nice little a nice little adventure back down to the Rome area. We can yeah. fill a four ball pretty quickly. Oh yeah. I mean, do you throw do you throw ZG in on that one? Oh yeah, I, I think, I think money so. off the tee, yeah. money off yeah. the tee, yes. and no one's going to have as much fun as him at that, probably. So, <laughs> this is a valid <laughs> point. He would have. A, last time I checked, he liked Hooters and beer. So yes, but I mean, yeah. hey, who yeah. doesn't, right? Uh, well, well actually, we know one, we person, know one who person who doesn't doesn't like that. Yeah, we we won't say that. <laughs> we I take that back. Um, huh. huh? Interesting perspective. Wow. Uh, well, CP, that's all I had on the agenda, but uh, I'm glad you were on the show. Yeah, you know, thanks for having me. I um, I will apologize if your viewership goes down after this is released, but um, I, I had a hell of a time. I was, uh, I'm, I'm willing to come back anytime y'all need to fill some time, so just let me know. Well, we'll have you back. Mr. Statistician for the for the start of the maybe the start of the PGA Tour season, so you can give us some, some stats. Yeah, just give me like an eight-hour heads up, and I'll be good to go. 